think one of the most rewarding times I ever had as a parent was when unexpectedly, just without even being prompted, one of my kids got up and started cleaning the table. It was like we finished the meal and he got up and boom, he's already cleaning the kitchen. I didn't expect that. And it really delighted me. All we could do is kind of fumble over our thank yous like, wow, good job, champ. Yay, way to go. And it sounds false almost, but that affirmation Catching your kids doing right is vital. I'm John Fuller, along with Dr. Danny Huerta, who heads up our parenting team. And um, Danny, can you relate? You were smiling as I was telling that story. So how do you relate? That's fantastic. Those are moments where you're going, wow, that was amazing. I love the fact that they made that decision on their own. And did you know that as adults, we make around 35,000 decisions a day? No way. That's the estimate. No way. 35,000. 35,000. And then young children, it's 3,000. Now, we're bound to make some poor decisions out of 35,000, right? And when we see our kids making good decisions, that is so exciting. And I was thinking back at what decisions have my kids made that have just have stood out. And the, the most obvious one is when they decided to follow Jesus. I mean, that that is amazing to watch them make ongoing decisions of following Jesus along the way. And one of them that my daughter made uh, just in the last year or so, she decided to get up earlier so that she could have her own devotional time. That was that was not something I pushed or, or uh, Heather pushed. It was just she decided that on her own. And I told her, I said, man, I'm so proud of you. That is fantastic. I love the fact that you're starting the day off like that. Um, that, is, that is an amazing way to do that. So I'm very thankful that they've made that decision to follow Jesus because then it helps infuse better decisions out of those 35,000. They have a greater chance of making healthier decisions Mm -hmm. having made that one decision. That's good. Well, we're going to follow this kind of thread into a conversation that we're returning to. Uh, Jim Daly and I spoke with Becky Harling, and uh, she addressed why it's good for your kids to own their decision and for us not to rescue them if they make a mistake. Speak to that same idea as the kids get older. You yeah, know, that yeah. 15-year-old now. Oh. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> the stakes are higher. It just gets John, harder, John has now entered the conversation. <laughs> uh, uh, what does that look like through the different ages and stages, especially the teen years? You know, I, I, you have to be present enough to hear what's going on. I remember our youngest daughter going to a party, you know, and um, she was old enough to be driving. So she drove herself to the party and then parents apparently weren't home and a bunch of guys came in with a keg of beer. And the next morning she told me, well, they brought in beer. And I said, you know, again, watching my face to not act shocked, (laughs) I said, well, what did you do? She said, I grabbed my keys and said, I'm out of here. And I'm like, we're going to the mall. You can skip school today. You can buy any shirt you want. Oh my goodness. (laughs) It's reward time. Absolutely. That's (laughs) behavior where you want a reward. I'm like, you must have felt under so much pressure, but you did the right thing. And I'm so proud of you. And I, I want to reward this because you could have given in you know, yeah. and she didn't. And I, I think we do want to reward those kind of behaviors. Well, and I, you know, there's going to be the parents listening right now that maybe their daughter or their son didn't choose the right thing. Right. Did you have one of those experiences? We, we, <laughs> you know, we we didn't as far as drinking, which yeah. I'm very, very thankful for. But reflecting on it, you know, and writing the book and putting yourself in that position, even if your kids didn't, how would you respond? Or how do you think you would have responded? I think what's important for parents to know is that God loves your child 
even more than you do. And he will not let go. There are going to be consequences. If your child drinks and they drive, they're going to get a DUI, right? And I I had a friend whose daughter as a teen made the wrong choice, Mm -hmm. drank, and ended up having to spend a night in the jail. And my friend didn't recognize the number, so never picked up her phone. Mm -hmm. But that experience changed her daughter's life. In so, a positive way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But can be God the... will never stop pursuing your child, no matter how dark it looks. Yeah, and in that way, um, that brings me to the point, and the important point, to teach your kids that God is listening. Yes. And they can connect with the Lord. H- how do you feel you built that awareness in your children? You know, we prayed all the time about everything. In fact, to this day, I have four adult kids, and they'll, they know that every morning I'm on my knees at 5 a.m., and so they're texting me prayer requests, and, you know, or they're calling saying, hey, Mom, can you pray about this? So we, we modeled that, and, and we encouraged them. You can talk to God about anything. I remember going back to the cancer journey that Carrie, you know, I remember seeing her journal on the floor the night that we told them I had cancer, and she had written in her journal, dear God, I always thought nothing bad could happen to my mom, and now she has cancer. How could you let this happen? Mm. And it was such a profound prayer on my little nine-year-old's part, and I remember laying in bed with her saying, you know, God is not going to leave us. It may feel like he's not listening right now, but he is listening. And teaching your kids that God is the God who bends down to listen, that he's always there. He's always ready to listen. And, you know, letting them pray for you. I, you know, I often will go to my kids and say, hey, I need prayer today, or dad needs prayer today. And our grandkids do that, you know. Mm. Uh, one of our little grandsons overheard um, me talking to his mom on the phone, and he started to pray right then and there. Dear God, please be with Mimi right now, today. Help mm. her to feel better and be able to do whatever it was I was going to do. Mm. So, you know, encouraging those prayers because God is the God who always bends down to listen. Yeah, it's a good uh, habit to express. You know, they watch us as parents pray, yeah. hopefully. Mm-hmm. Put yourself in that position if you're not. I mean, do pray in front of your children. I know one of the things that we love to do, Troy's a little quieter at the table, but, you know, I'll say, hey, Troy, can you pray over the meal yeah. tonight? And he does, and he does a beautiful job. But, I mean, you just have to give them the opening. You do. And, you know, one of our, I love this, one of our, um, kids, uh, our son JJ, his wife Shana, put up a whole prayer board uh, uh. In, in one of their, it's like an office room where they have the piano, and each child has their own little bulletin board, and then there's one for mom and dad. And on the wall, she has prayer changes things, and so the boys can pin up what they're praying for, and then they have a little, like, three-by-five card box where they can put the answers to prayer. And I thought, that's wow, great. that's awesome. That's a great way to teach your kids to pray, you Absolutely. know? Absolutely. Danny, I love the creative ways that Becky suggested uh, to pray for your child. I mean, we really can't control our kids' choices, not not ever very much. So um, we pray, and I wonder how your prayer life has looked as your kids have gotten older. John, I've really been challenged to look for God's responses to my prayers. Uh, you know, you pray, and then are you really searching for how he answered it? Are you expecting Not the way you asked yeah. it, but maybe how he chose to answer it. And... Uh, am I thankful for that, whatever the answer was, and do I express that? Mm. Uh, I think really praying for my kids has given me security that God is more attuned and more knowledgeable about my kids than I will ever be. 
and he cares for them more than I can ever care for them. He loves them deeply, and I'm reassured of that, and I know they're on a journey where there would be imperfections and other things that are a part of their story and their journey. Mm-hmm. And I've told them that. I've said, hey, God cares deeply for you. You're going to make decisions along the way. Just know that I'm not looking for you to be perfect, and I know there are going to be imperfections and moments where you have to stand back up. And just know that I want to be here, and I love you tremendously. And one of the things that my daughter wrote recently in that journal I've mentioned many times here on the show, uh, this was a recent one. She said, the more we let God take us over, the more truly ourselves we become. Mm. Daddy, I love you. Wow. And I mean, I love thinking about what that means within the context of me and my kids and uh, letting God take us over. And that, that's prayer, lining up with his will and letting mm. his will take over what is there. And, and that's including praying for our kids. Yeah. Well, I'm going to encourage you to visit the show notes where we have an article uh, that follows up perfectly with where we're at right now in the podcast, An Essential Guide to Effective Prayer for Family. Uh, It's an article that takes just a few minutes to read. I think it'll give you some great ideas on how to pray more deeply and effectively for your kids and family. And uh, we'd also point out Becky Harling's excellent book, How to Listen So Your Kids Will Talk, which includes a lot of encouragement similar to what she offered today. A lot of uh, stories and heart as well. Uh, it's a terrific book, How to Listen So Your Kids Will Talk. We'll send that to you when you make a donation of any amount to Focus on the Family. So partner with us financially and request your book. The details are in the show notes. Next time, Lisa Joe Baker and Jean Daly are here. They're going to be talking about the importance of friends. I'm John Fuller, and on behalf of Dr. Danny Huerta and the entire team, thanks for listening to the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast. parents, parent here. Not to sound old, but if I had a dollar for every time someone told me how to parent, well, let's just say I wouldn't need to read this ad to you today. I'd be sitting on the beach somewhere with my feet up. Truth is, I don't trust everyone to tell me stuff. And I don't have time for that 500-page book either. But I do have time for Focus on the Family's weekly age and stage emails that have tips for intentionally raising my son at his age right now. It's super easy. Go to MyKidsAge.com, put in your kid's age, and get parenting advice you can trust.